0: Okay. G-
1: give us your thoughts <laughs> on Warzone 2 and ranked potentially coming. Most people just want to get on play a couple games and, you know, get as late game as they can, you know, maybe pick up a few kills. And Caldera doesn't suit for that at all. And I think a ranked mode would be good. It's like, it's an incentive to grind. And then, you know, you've got your ranked mode with the cracked out SPMM. And then you can, you know, relax in pub. If you just took a little bit of SPMM away, one me in a lobby isn't going to change it that much.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome into another episode of the Bot Lobby Podcast. I'm Green Master Coach, as per usual, joined by the wonderful Katie Bedford. And well, we've started a trend we're bringing on some of warzone's finest as our guests throughout each of these episodes and today we have quite literally the finest man in the scene fifa kill himself is joining us and really excited to have a long conversation with him about a number of different things from the state of warzone to his come up through verdansk and into caldera and recent success in caldera and then of course the state of competitive warzone talking about tournaments so without further ado katie let's bring on the man of the hour dude i'm uh, warzone's uh, finest how are you doing
2: welcome welcome
0: hi i'm good i mean i I just found out i'm
1: warzone's finest so i'm living good right now
2: (laughs) man to be fair we can go back in broadcast i'm always putting you in my top three (laughs)
1: let's go i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> like oh, man. i think goj was putting me in like looks finest though like i don't know I, <laughs> dude.
0: it's just all of the above. look katie and i were talking about it we, we love this podcast we love what we're doing with all of this and being able to interview people like yourself but we also want to do some ancillary content we're going to start rating people like doing tier lists based on looks based on backgrounds based like we're going to do some crazy stuff for
2: the backgrounds that's going to be incredible thief look you might take a hit on that I, one but listen, I'm I,
1: listen listen here's my thing though you know like it's 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 not like the most bougie but it's the most homely, you know, like sure. a warm shed, like everyone like, can
2: relate, you know? go. I just realized, I mean, his light up, but you guys have the same race stripes on your walls. Oh, and yeah. in the same color scheme.
0: I uh, Let's be very clear, and we're going to go off the reels on this. This was the house we bought. There was an it was an infant in here with a cradle. There were big Titans fans, which is an NFL, NFL <laughs> team. Blue and red. That's what the stripes are for. I haven't repainted it. <laughs> But, I know. Mean, uh, red, that's like my, that's all like my colors, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. So we're, we're <laughs> matching to at least some degree. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about backgrounds later. Feef, I want to jump straight into the action. Now, we haven't done this before, but we're going to do it with you. Oh, uh, th- This go. is going to be a little rapid fire intro question. You don't have to actually answer them quickly, but just a, a short little phrase, maybe one to two okay. word answer or a, a small sentence if you need to. Uh, Katie, you and I can kind of go back and forth mm. on this. So I'll start. This is the, the hot topic question. Are you ready? yep who is your current favorite duo oh uh mm, mutex Ooh, okay Ooh.
2: i like it uh i like it a lot
0: i will say uh, not to go off script here but i will say i did see lofo kill uh lofo plus the fifa kill themselves yep. just won a tournament what yesterday yesterday yeah, yeah. we were oh my god we we're
1: fine i mean you know not to brag i was top fragger, but sure 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 sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. all right okay hey, wait, wait the duo question is that like fair like for, that's just like tournaments you know me and yeah. charles we're, we're gonna we're gonna try it out you know that- uh, there's there's one coming up you know little teaser that we're gonna run it back
0: yeah so, i yeah, i, like I i'm here for that that'll be much we'll, we'll talk more about that in a moment uh, but all right katie go all
2: right uh most memorable competitive win
0: uh
1: tim the tatman easy the yeah three k each big bag <laughs> i like it i like it i like it big bag <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say
0: whether, whether it was like the most memorable tournament or just how much money you won that's gotta be uh, good at the top i mean
1: dude, that was ridiculous bro that was unreal like just numbers in the stream the money you win like the feeling oh it was unreal bro the second day i literally i think i drunk five red bulls <laughs>
2: you're sitting like, there shaking nah, bro. Like,
1: with that we finished and i put my hand out it was like fully shaken like, oh my god i'm cracked right now <laughs> that's
0: amazing um <laughs> uh, okay can be the same answer but doesn't have to be what's your favorite streaming moment in general
1: hmm uh world series of warzone solo that was crazy that was ridiculous
0: yeah that was uh, a lot of fun to watch
1: right at the end bro like oh man, man, man. that was like 18k people in my stream like that was the most i've ever had and like wow. there was a moment I went down in front of like 30 of the best players in the world I'm just self resing in the middle <laughs> of the open chaos yeah. just everywhere c4's raining down that's just me self resing and I somehow got out I was like yeah that was nuts <laughs> oh, sometimes God. you gotta be
2: a ninja all right yeah. all right all right <clears throat> worst competitive moment?
1: Um, it's gotta be one of my many many pancakes I splat a lot, <laughs> a lot. fair enough You can pick any tournament. There'll be one.
0: (laughs) There'll be one. Uh, Hey, everybody does it at least at some point. Um, Who is your least favorite duo to play against? So if you were like, I really don't want to match up against these guys. We'll just save for 2v2s.
1: I mean, I'm sure everyone says pretty similar things. Tommy and Almond are just my kryptonite, bro. Like, Aiden and Rated were so good but we never really had a
0: problem with them, but Tommy and Alman, oof. <laughs> that, is ig- that is exactly the almost word for word verbatim what Joe-O said last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> right.
2: Who do you believe, FIFA, is your competitive arch nemesis?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Bread. Bread. He's your competitive arsenal. like, if we were making a movie on FIFA Kill, right? And you, obviously, Leonardo DiCaprio, he was playing you, your bucket
1: hat villain. villain. The villain has many bucket hats. (laughs) Nah, 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 like, the amount of times that, like, even just, I mean, technically, Iceman Isaac coming out of that plane, killing me in the, in the optic lost me 15k, but, like, you know, it it was still bread. There was, there was a time, like, the week before that, or, like, a couple weeks before that, he was, like behind us like killing us off the room we ended up coming second but if he didn't kill us we would have won so we lost money to him there and then when he's camping that tower in the rebirth tournament with the sniper like this guy's bread's unbearable (laughs) yeah that's why. that's why i'm glad i'm on his
0: team (laughs) yeah so it's like it's like if you can't if if you can't win more money without him you're just just join him just have him on your team so at least he's not costing you a ton of money it's like
1: mouse and key like they can just be so far away and still be in the fight you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, it's, it's it's ridiculous. Like, it's so frustrating to play against. Like, it's kind of my playstyle, but without, I obviously have a controller. But yeah, that's it's just it's it's very annoying.
0: That's super. <laughs> that's super interesting. Uh, all right, last one. Favorite meta of all time in Warzone. Uh,
1: oof. uh I really like the auto when that was meta, but um, maybe like MG82 nail gun. It was it was meta for like three really? days. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. See, like, I, I just remember I won a massive tournament with it, and I was just having the time of my life, right? That thing is unreal.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> whatever works. I love that answer. That was not what I was expecting. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you kind of answering all those questions. This is a fun way to start the the podcast. But I want to, you know, today we're really kind of just focusing on you and your story, and and obviously, like you know, I, I keep track of Warzone earnings, and you've won a ton of money in warzone over the life cycle of the entire game i I would i would argue caldera has had even more success recently in terms of just raw number of events that you've won and we'll get there but let's let's go back to the story of the beginning of fifa kill i know a lot of people don't know the whole story i know bits and bits and pieces of it but uh you don't have to go through this long monologue but kind of give me like what where, where did you start what got you into warzone and then what do you think was your big kind of like projection moment into maybe the forefront of the stage because i remember back when you were streaming to like 40 50 people way long ago uh but so give us a little bit of the history of yourself uh so i was i was a
1: pub stumper in cod uh just regular pubs and call of duty like forever literally forever i used to grind leaderboards and try and be like highest score in the world for like kill confirmed or whatever that's kind of what got me into like cod and then you know you climb leaderboards that gets competitive and it makes you want to compete and then like pub stomping going for like trying to have the world record and that everyone's always trying to break that. That was competitive. And then when Warzone came out, I was like, oh, right, well, this is pretty much COD. Uh, I enjoyed Fortnite, like Battle Royales before it. So I was like, all right, going to give it a go. And then I started getting pretty good. Uh, and then people were like, oh, you should try playing tournaments. So I was like, all right, sure, man. And this guy in my chat was like, oh, we'll play one. And, and then we played like a bot race and we got we got rolled. Uh, but like I'd never met these guys before and I didn't really know what a tournament was or like anything like that kind of my first experience and then the week after that i signed up to a 2v2 my first ever 2v2 Uh, and i was playing with um uh i think his name was jim and i or something and um yeah so we uh we we played that and i won my first ever one and this was like around the time jukies and wars blew up like right at the beginning like uh, warzone wednesdays and we ended up getting them in the semi-finals which was just crazy because it's like i would never met these guys at this point and i was just, like watching them every day seeing them pop off and i was like oh here we go and uh wars dropped a 30 map one which was like no one dropped 30s back then <laughs> and i was like yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be rough uh, and then the next map i dropped a 30 and i was like oh
0: damn we're here <laughs> here, here
1: we go <laughs> i was like shaking and then we won i was like no way and then they both hosted me and that, that was crazy and then you know at that point people knew who i was and then after that i was like all right i like these tournaments this is good we can do this yeah yeah <laughs> rolling with it yeah
0: you just grinded through it that's awesome
2: so do you kind of coming from that experience do you feel like the european scene within warzone is a fairly at least the competitive side of it a tight-knit community
1: um yeah i mean i'd say so i think like we all we all struggle opportunity wise um that's definitely a thing so early like i said winning that tournament even after that for a while like i was winning all the small twitter ones like mainlands and all of them back in the days just kind of like racking up the earnings through like the smaller tournaments but i never got into the big 100ks that were popping off like every week even though i, I felt like i was good enough And it's just so hard to get an invite because people the first thing they think like if you're not someone everyone knows the first thing they think is oh this guy's going to be on 100 ping like why would we pass ourselves at a disadvantage and then you have tournaments that are na only already and it's just like but someone who's not already in with everyone from Europe to try and get into a tournament is kind of tough. So I feel like it comes down to like people like me, people like wars who are kind of already getting these invites to to try and bring them in. And I think uh, I think for the most part, like we do a good job of that, like there's people now like European guys have uh, been popping off and won a lot of tournaments like Zamza, Prod, Len, you know, what I mean, like there's, I think it's, it's kind of up to us to like help each other because no one else is doing it for us, you know, especially since Vic left, things got a lot tougher for like EU wars and for sure.
0: Yeah, I-, I wanted to talk about that for a moment because we did have a chance to have Wars on and he he was saying a lot of the same things and he, he mentioned this Vicstar like absence, right? Like talk to me a little bit about your experience playing with Vicstar early in the game when you had a chance to and then what him leaving really did for the EU scene. Or well, I mean, I-
1: I- I've i watched a Sidemen for like my whole life. So <laughs> jumping in with Vic for the first time, I was like shaking, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> like, no way it's him. Uh, after that, we ended up playing like multiple times. We, we-, we were playing all the time um but yeah i mean he kind of put everyone on like he got wars in the war zone wednesdays and then from that wars kind of got a bunch of people involved he was always and like half my viewers now if i'm like oh how did you guys find me oh i used to love watching you and vic play like you know he kind of he kind of put a lot of us on in that way uh and the other thing was like because he was so big i don't know people just didn't really they would just they would they wouldn't argue with him kind of thing you know (laughs) yeah if, if, if vic came into your game chat and said hey do you mind if i host this map most people are going to be like yeah sure <laughs> whereas, whereas whereas if i went in there maybe like everyone would be like no you're just, yeah, you're yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> so and there's like even like tournament rules it was like and they only host but vic would be like hey i'm playing i want to i want to host like, okay sh- <laughs> sure so but it's like after vic left it, it became very different it was like nope you're never hosting you're not even gonna be able to play some of them so it was that was a. Uh, definitely an experience for sure I kind of gotten used to it kind of gotten used to it now but yeah I mean it definitely changed for sure
0: yeah that's so interesting katie because like we were talking to mm-hmm. Wars and he was saying a lot of the same things and, and we obviously knew there was like this big absence once vic left where the eu scene wasn't getting as many invites but i didn't really know how much weight he was able to sling around with his like view counts and stuff like that but it makes sense like if you go to a tournament host and you're the biggest streamer competing you're like no no no, i'm i'm gonna host some maps so it's a fair ball game they're gonna say yes like that's kind of yeah. usually how it works and we've talked about it on the podcast a ton of this like player market that we're currently in in the in the war zone tourney scene where it's like hey players are kind of dictating what goes because there's so many events that they can pick and choose whatever they'd like well i mean the thing was it was like
1: a lot of the a lot of the like tournament rules and like who gets to play and what happens is like decided kind of by the sponsors right yeah um and it was kind of like with vic at the at the time when he was streaming he he would have like 20,000 30,000 viewers right which was like half of the whole tournament's views so they would cater to him but when he left and like you know none of us had really blown up or whatever or like gained any decent viewership it was kind of like why would they tend to us when there was only three of us competing and between us we had like three percent of the viewers yeah so it made, it made no sense for them to like care to us which sucked but that just makes it even harder for new people to get in and try and grow and pop off because they can't even like get the foot in the door uh, then mean- yeah so i mean i got lucky because i got dragged in by a lot of other people like i play with a lot of the na guys and they bring me in and say like oh this guy's good and then I got a chance to, you know, and then like play with Liam for a long time. We won a lot. We kind of just got over the the NA host stuff. Like we won some of the biggest tournaments on bad ping. And it's like you just force yourself in. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we we were kind of already in the some of the tournaments and getting invites because of you know Vic from the start. So after that, you know, now it's kind of us to take Vic's role and help other people out. But yeah, when when he left, it was a, a transition.
0: For yeah, sure. that makes a lot of sense.
2: So I, I wonder, I love that you brought up uh, Jukies because that's actually what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about. How did uh, the Thief-Jukies combo come about? Had you guys known each other previously? How'd you meet? How did you guys start singing up and, and playing together so much?
1: Well, I was playing with Wars a lot, all the time, uh, when Liam was with like Delio and Len. And then uh, we just, we got against each other in a bunch of the Twitter tournaments and I was just being him a lot. <laughs> and, he was, and then he, he was just like... <laughs> He, he he always says um Delio was like, Bro, if you if you wanna win, you gotta play with this guy, even though they were a team at the time. So he uh he stopped playing with them and was like, Oh, we should run it together. And I was still with Wars and I was like, I don't know, I'm kinda I'm enjoying playing with Wars. Me and Wars were actually popping off as well. Uh but then eventually we were like, All right, we'll try it, give it a go. And then we just start we won like every big 2 v V two for like a month straight and just popped off and i was like, All right, well, it's a winning formula, we'll just stick
0: with it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, it was it was fun to watch. I know you guys have kind of s- not split up at all, but decided to play with other people more now, and, and there's a lot more flexibility with that because you're both, you know, larger, have a lot of tournament wins under your belt, so it makes sense, and, um, you know, it was fun to watch you guys compete together. Uh, what was the overall... Was it, hey, this is a winning formula, let's continue this, or was it the chemistry was on point, the vibes were always on point, or was there a bit more contention there than maybe you guys always let on? Uh, the vibes are not always there. Uh, he's a lot
1: more serious. <laughs> he's a lot more serious than i am i like uh i like uh i like a good laugh you know i like uh i like uh hey slam my butt bro <laughs> hey, he's not, he's not about that life <laughs> Sure. so yeah um but uh so it was just kind of a case of like we're just so good and yeah. that was like when we were winning it would just feel good like even even if we weren't like having a, the laugh it was like the win would come through at the end and then you're just like I right, damn that was sick good win and yeah. it was like it, it, was, it was it was always nice uh, in that in that in that way yeah, that makes a so when,
2: lot of
0: sense. Go ahead.
2: When you're when you're pairing with someone, testing out new duos or playing with people that you play with more frequently, what is what's the most important thing to you in those duo pairings? Is it the vibes? Is it yeah. just the guns? It's, it's the
1: vibes. It's the vibes. Hundred percent. If I'm having a laugh, I'm gonna play so much better. And like, I don't know if if you're already kind of like down, like when you lose, like it hurts enough when you lose. So to stay kind of like bad vibes after that it makes it a lot harder to get over a loss and just get straight back into the next one whereas if you're like laughing and joking it's like all right whatever like next time whatever uh i think you play better when you're good vibes anyway because like there's no pressure right if you're just having a laugh with your teammate there's no pressure on either of you to perform against the other one it's like whatever it's just like you're just having a good time and i think for me like my stream is the most important thing for me over even like more important than tournaments i've kind of been going down that road recently and it's like my viewers don't like when I'm like not talking to them, not having a laugh. Like uh, they, Everyone likes it when I'm having a laugh. You know, that's just like, I like being silly, funny, having a good time. So I need whoever I'm playing with to just be on the same energy so that, you know, the tournaments, even if they don't go that well, we're still having a good time. Like, no one, no one's tuning in to watch me be grumpy and then lose.
2: No one
1: wants that. Not
2: that we've, we've never, ever seen FIFA at six in the morning his time just losing composure that's something I want to talk about right because you said it when you have the delays on when you're streaming in these tournaments not only does it make it hard if not impossible to even engage with your chat but when you're in the tournament sometimes things don't go your way I have cast a number of times when you've been in grand finals and you don't always win them so how do you as an EU player you're up so late doing these super long tournaments have you kind of built up like a stamina for this that maybe some of the na players don't have to
1: have (laughs) i mean (laughs) i mean it's it's, it doesn't get better ever i mean my my tactic lately has just been like any day i know there's gonna be a late tournament i'll sleep late like i'll Mm -hmm. sleep late into the day and then after that you're just chugging caffeine like it's (laughs) pure just chemicals keeping you awake it's tough and like i don't know it definitely when you lose at that point, you definitely feel in the back of your head, you're like, damn, if if we were, uh, you know, if this was only 10 o'clock, like the guys we we're playing against, they would have been smoked. So many times, like we've smoked people in the winner's bracket and then waited four hours for the grand final and then lost because, you know, what I mean, like it gets later and they're like, it's just, we're getting more tired and they're getting more momentum and cracked it's kind of, it's like that plus the ping difference. It, it definitely gets unfair towards the end. So, but then, I mean, it just makes it even more sweet when you win one. it's like, damn, all of that going against us and we still beat you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs>
0: well, I, I want to carry that trend forward to talk about the, the EU, you know, quote unquote disadvantage that is out there. Obviously there's only a few of you that are, that have been able to make it at a super high level. And there's many reasons for that, like we've already mentioned. But um, one of the other things that always comes up in these 2v2s is the later they go, oftentimes most of the tournament hosts or the players say hey you cannot host anymore at all because you're not able to fill lobbies all the way up because you know we've seen a player decrease but also it's 4 a.m in the morning so talk to me a little bit about that conversation because i know there's multiple different viewpoints that you could have i'd be curious to know where you're at with that i know you're comfortable playing on na ping but like what would be your preference if you could do whatever you wanted I mean, there's, it's, there's no good way of
1: doing it. Like at yep. the end of the day, like it's not fair on anyone to play in a 60 person lobby. Like that's just chalked. Um, it actually ends up getting worse as well because I didn't have streamer mode until recently. I just got it. But if you're playing an EU lobby at like 4am and there's 60 people, they're all grinders. And every single person that kills me or jukies or wars in an english server knows exactly who we are bro they're pulling up the stream and they're either sending us or they're sending the other team like someone's gonna be hard done by so i mean there's no perfect way to do it like it just sucks it is what it is um i think the the only really way to fix it is to just make the tournament start earlier you know like make dna guys get up a little bit earlier like i know oh my god <laughs> the tall
2: task, that's I like, they have to I start before
1: oh. 1 p.m are you kidding me <laughs> yeah i know it is a it's a tall ask but um yeah <laughs> that and less stalling and just arguing about mm-hmm. cheaters and stuff like some of these brackets get held up by hour-long arguments about one cheat. like have an admin just go all right the guy's not cheating the guy is cheating move on and then mm-hmm. just like try and hurry things along uh because the amount of times that there's just been stalling for hours and then it's just getting later and later and later it's and we're just we're sitting there just thinking yep i know exactly how this is going to end yeah we're not hosting and we're not going to like that <laughs> yeah. so i mean le- less stalling earlier starts would be ideal but um
0: yeah it's not really an ideal way of doing it to be honest yeah and i think uh looking back like one of the only quote-unquote fixes is just hey yeah it started earlier or run a two-day tournament right i saw some people in chat yes. saying that oh too. my god
1: two-day tournaments are unbelievable yeah i think there was talk- only one it was the tim the time Man one yeah talk to me yeah. about the
0: tim the tab one. i mean obviously it was one of the the biggest if not the biggest uh you know competitive success that you've had it was the thing that you highlighted in our, our kind of rapid fire questions at the beginning talk to me about that event
1: yeah no tim the time Man tournament was unbelievable like the best I think it was one of the best tv V twos, if not the best one I've played, because I mean high price pool already gets everyone like so interested. Um but having it over two days was just so meta because casters don't want to sit there and, and cast for twelve hours <laughs> straight players don't want to play for 12 hours straight viewers don't even want to watch for 12 hours straight like (laughs) people got stuff to do bro like
2: (laughs) that um, is my favorite thief by the way when i'll have sometimes oftentimes it's eu viewers will come in and be like i went to bed woke up and this is still going on a whole eight hours
1: I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, people want to watch the tournaments, right? Like people want to cheer on. Uh, it's, it, they don't even get to watch the final half the time. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, people are tired and grumpy. And I think more arguments come out of it. Like, I don't know. I think the whole quality of a tournament towards the end, if it does go that late, just goes down. I think two days, I mean, it, it creates more content, right? Like m- people get to play the tournaments for longer. No one can complain there. Uh, some more content, less tired, no less problems. I think like lobbies change throughout the day too. Like as it gets later, the lobbies get sweatier. I think stream streamstip is increasing the night. I think sweaty lobbies increase in the night. Like, I don't know. I just think having a two day tournament just makes so much more sense in everywhere. Yeah, Uh, that's 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 my whole
2: and i talk about all the time we talk about that specifically when we're casting you guys is watching um the slay factor and how it changes throughout the day because those lobbies do get more difficult we'll see you come in or a super evan super Evan comes in and drops 49 uh during that joe tournament and i think at one point maybe almond got closer in the middle of the day but toward the end absolutely no shot no one's getting close to those kind of numbers
1: I mean, I remember when uh, I remember when we were winning. Me and Liam were winning uh, some of the two v twos, bro. We'd our average kills would be like half of Bifflin Evans because they're on <laughs> West. They're on West Coast lobbies. Yep. Like we'd win the tournament with half the amount of kills they had because in our lobbies we were winning with like ten kills,
2: <laughs> and yep. whereas
1: their, their, their lobbies were going like hundred kill games every game. And it was shit, like in all lobbies you're fighting for your lives, bro. Like, yeah. like oh damn, it's like, oh let let's stick together, see if we can wipe this team. Oh, we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas in the in the in some of the like West Coast NA lobbies, it's like, right, it, it's not it's not the problem isn't finding people, it's finding more people. You know, it's like. You don't run away from anyone. It's like, all right, we need to split up and find as many teams as we can. In EU, it's like, all right, we need to hide and hope no one finds us. Yeah. <laughs> hold,
0: yeah. hold hands, play together, play your trades, because those 1v4s are going to be so difficult. Um, yeah, that is, is ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. Well, you know, we've talked a little bit about the EU host. We'll come back to that in a second, because I wanted to jump forward to this other question, Katie and I were, were talking about, obviously, Katie being a part of this. Uh, talk to me about the Baka Bros land. Uh, I know this was a a huge event you know a lot of people came from all over to attend what do you think about the land what do you think about competing against people on land uh you know any any thoughts on maybe how land should be run better in the future i mean kind of give me your whole thoughts on that baka bros event
1: oh it was sick it was so sick i mean me and everyone in person already was just like that was that was sick because it's like you play with these people all the time and then you meet them it's like wow i mean for me it was kind of like a weird one because it was like I kind of came got into it after everyone else I was one of the last people to get into these tournaments and start like playing well So it was like I'd watched everyone for a year before I really had a chance to actually play with them So it was like seeing some of the people in person I was like, oh damn, that's a <laughs> that's crazy Uh, and then we, we all hung out which is a good time and then the tournament was good itself Uh, i'd never actually played at a LAN before. Um, so I think, you know Adjusting to that that hold hands the setups not being ideal. That was definitely tough. Um, so as far as that but yeah no the whole the whole event was sick i think they did a really good job uh but yeah the setups the setups was definitely tough to play on like i'm used to you know at home the best of the best and you get there and obviously every land's got their limitations like funding wise and yeah. stuff and it was like, I went from playing like 27-inch 1440 to to 24-inch 1080. And I was like, I felt like I was blind. I was, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on?
2: Yeah, I know so, a lot of people had that same sentiment. And I know, unfortunately, we were both there and we both, we had a moment. We could have actually said hi to each other, but we both had the they look really busy right now oh I'm not gonna go bother them <laughs> I'm still so sad about that but I'm well, sure there will be more lands yeah. and those will be there this time with us but I, I want to harken back to something that you mentioned before which was uh, you get in these long debates in, in these tournaments about frustrations or, or cheaters or not or whatever do, when you met people in person did you remember any of those moments of like oh like a week ago I really got into it with this guy about I
1: remember I was talking to someone about it, actually actually it was uh, Bobby Bobby Paul. <laughs>
2: So, Bobby. <laughs>
1: so i wanna, I won a bot race and there was the whole clip of fifa one, and there was this whole big thing of like i won because of a bot lobby blah 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 whatever and uh it was very much like him leading the the frustration straight at me um and uh yeah we were kind of having like a little face-off and our communities are kind of very opposed to each other for a long time uh and i hadn't spoken to him since that happened right so i was like i don't know are we still on bad terms like <laughs> and then when he got there like we we both saw each other and we just straight away just walked over each other like hey what's up man and like he met my dad and we we like Really close straight away, and ever since then, like he's offered me to go and like stay with him. Like we're really, really cool
0: now. He's good friends with my dad. Like I love Bobby, so I mean, it was kind of like, oh
1: my god, God, this could be really awkward, but it turned out it was fun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it seemed like there was certainly some of that from what we could tell. From I mean, Katie had a bit more insight; she was actually there, but that'll always be the case. There's always beef, and look, there was uh, some tension for for podcasters like ourselves slash casters, of course. Any drama is good drama. Like we're here for it. So stir (laughs) the pot, my friend. Anytime you're on the timeline, so. in the pot, whether it's your dance the pot, I, pot or other people stir in the pot. Dude, I, I
1: I hate drama and like arguing with anyone. To be honest, like yeah. uh, that's my, like that's my take. I I hate that. Like usually, like I'll just. Take the L, and just, just so I don't have to argue. Lately, I haven't been doing it as much because everyone in my chat's like, "Nah, nah, nah, screw that, argue yeah. with them." And I'm like, "All right, fine, I'm, I'll do it." <laughs> but like, nah, I, I don't, I don't really have drama with anyone. Uh, I just don't care enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At no. the end of the day, like, I'm just trying to play a video game, have some fun, talk to my chat. Like, I, I just don't care enough to have all, like, have actual beef with anyone. No Simple beef with that. your pops
2: right now. He's been, uh, he's been uh, I on. Mean, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, he is acting up on the timeline. <laughs> Nah, I already told him earlier, he's grounded. (laughs) No, no no, phone for a week for that man he's bugging oh my gosh <laughs>
0: if you guys want to know what we're talking about you just go find twitter you'll you'll there's figure it out try. you'll figure it out uh, uh no th- i think that's a really good mentality though I, there's always been you know the as as i've kind of come up in the casting scene and been doing a lot more warzone events and i've watched you kind of grow i mean i remember i've been friends with doug modern warzone for a long time and they, a while back doug was saying fifa's the best there is and this is before even some of your big tournament wins and it, it's been cool to see that come up but the uh the thing that i have noticed throughout all of these events um obviously there are exceptions to those days when it's just egregious but uh you're you're a class act when it comes to these tournaments almost um, every single time you're you're willing to be like look i understand where you're coming from let's just reset it let's go or you know if it's something egregious you do have those arguments but you're not you know yelling and screaming and throwing a, a you know a temper tantrum which i really appreciate well, because not everybody I actually can i that. try and keep it like I try and keep like a level head
1: like i usually my chat give me a lot of feedback like you know i see you kind of get the vibe what everyone's thinking it's like i I try not to think of it from just my point of view right like it's like if i was them would i want this reset and if in my head like i know i try and keep it very real so if i in my head i'm like nah if this was the other way around i'd definitely like nah so, and then I'm like, okay, fine. We won't like whatever, you know, it's like you kind of take a step back and you're like, all right, this would benefit me, but it's definitely not right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the thing with me is like, there's literally the proof is in the pudding, bro. There's so many times where I've like screwed myself over to like not make someone else feel hard done by. And the only thing that annoys me now is like, I'll ask for a reset and the other people will be like, oh, he just wants it because it's going to benefit him or the chat will say that. And I'm like, bro, if you'd seen the, the amount of money I'd lost because I let people have resets, maybe even when they shouldn't have like, you can't even don't even come at me with that <laughs> yep hundred percent yeah, I, I think the best thing to do now is just i don't think the players should even if you're best friends the players should never ever ever have a choice which just, just straight to the admin every time that's a good, like that's a good take uh, it's like bro even friends like that you think like oh we're all friends here and we can uh, we can talk money this on out. The line. <laughs> when there's money on the line ain't no one your friend <laughs> no one's your friend yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. Like, you're like oh no he'll be cool about it you go in the game chat you're like oh uh, yeah so reset up five they're like Hmm, we're gonna to talk to the admin you're like whoa what yeah <laughs> 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 and it's like yeah there, there's definitely no friends of these tournaments <laughs> yeah and it's like it's, it's all fair enough like uh you know that's just how it is you know uh it, it, it is what it is uh but i think just even letting the people talk to each other there's so many arguments like even recently there's been so many and it's like every issue should just go straight to an admin so that there's no like personal feelings involved like Oh wow! You wanted the reset for this. You were trying to screw me over. I thought we were cool. Blah blah blah. Because someone always ends up getting screwed in a in a, any sort of like this, like any sort of problem. Someone always gets a bad end of it. And I think just putting that to someone that no one knows, who isn't involved, who doesn't have you know viewers that are gonna get involved in it, and like all this other stuff. I think it's just so much like healthier for tournaments.
0: Yeah, to be honest. No, I, I think that's a great take. Uh, you know, the question becomes like how informed the admin can be about the situation, hearing both sides, and then making a speedy decision. Right? They can't sit there and, and basically moderate an argument for an hour. Uh, the facts need to be presented, clips need to be presented, and then boom, there you, you make your decision and move on. I, I really like that take, and and I think that really is where the the future of these tournaments should go. The problem is there's so many going on right now that because it's a players market players do a bit more or able to do a bit more bossing around rather than admin saying, hey, this is our event. This money is coming out of these sponsors' pockets. This is what we're doing, period, right? And, and there hasn't been of I mean, a, you see much a lot that.
1: less of that cringe stuff happening in the big ones. Yeah. It's mainly the Twitter tournaments where, like, this stuff's coming through. And I, I, think, I think the Twitter tournaments are actually great. I think it gives, like, the people that don't get... As much of a chance in the bigger tournaments to actually like you know earn a bit of money get their viewership up like get practiced so that if they do get a chance you know they're ready for it i think they're good uh but yeah i think some of them maybe aren't run that well to be honest and i think the the biggest problem right now is that like a lot of people that are administrating these tournaments are friends with the players and you see like a lot of people like feeling hard done by in that way so i think like just having someone who's just it's hard to find someone that knows the game and is unbiased though it's it's definitely difficult You need someone that has like it doesn't stand to gain anything from either decision
0: just to step in and be like all right that's how it is get it unlucky (laughs) like whatever. (laughs) yeah no i mean and and like first person that comes to mind for that is like although you know there's been some calls that he's made that he even says maybe that wasn't the best call looking back on it but you got to make a call just like a referee in in, in any traditional Mm -hmm. sports right like they look back on some of their calls they're like "Uh, i don't know if that was right now but you got to make a call in the moment and that's all that matters like mazita is a great example of somebody Mm -hmm. that works for boom and like hey he doesn't have anything to gain by doing a call either direction like the only bias you could ever have is like having an event like end faster like you know what I mean like he's he's friends with yeah. people but not actually tangible friends he's not a player he doesn't have a stream that he's trying to grow by like doing this like uh, you know those are all big conversation points for sure
2: yeah, yeah and I mean, I, I it like oh sorry go ahead Faith.
1: I think it just saves everyone like it saves the time in the tournament saves people arguing like I don't know the whole it just makes sense so much sense
2: <laughs> no, I agree, and, and that's something, Coach. I've said to you a lot as well, and something I think when we were doing kind of that um, that player roundtable as well is, uh, oftentimes those admins. Yeah, I do think everything should be relegated to them. Let that third party decide. Hopefully it's an unbiased third party. A lot of times, too, those admins really can get the short end of the stick from irate players. And I, I think sometimes viewers can kind of forget that. Mazita is also well, an example of, of kind of when those yeah. viewers have gone a little too far. But no, I think you're 100% correct. Uh, when it comes to situations like that, it's always best have have a Mazita or whoever. Just let them in as quick of a process as they can to be far to, Fair to all well, parties.
1: To all right, that. ready. Perfect solution. Admin chat in a tournament Discord. Okay, and mm-hmm. the admin is anonymous. Doesn't have a name in the Discord. No one Ooh. knows who it is. I they, they, it. you. Don't even you don't even say anything out loud. So anonymous. the viewers we don't, don't even the view, the viewers don't even know what's happening. You just type it in there. You type your issue. Bam, the other side types their point. Like present your arguments, whatever. Admin decision. No one can get mad at anyone because no one knows who they're getting mad
0: at. Easy. Hey write it down book it ship it clip it put As it on the you? timeline yeah. anom- <laughs> anonymous i love that that's mm-hmm. actually a great take i think that's a really really good idea for mm-hmm. the admins in order to also help their own identity and their own like people not targeting them like you were mentioning before katie yeah i mean um, it, it
1: helps it benefits everyone involved no one's mad at anyone like no targeted hate. and like bro i mean my, my community is great right but like when you're when you're playing tournaments there's no saying who's in that chat right like if i'm playing a 2v2 and i get towards the end i'll have like what seven, eight thousand viewers? Like not all of them watch me every day because that's not my average viewers. Yeah. <laughs> so at least like three thousand of the people in there coming from other places, right? So if the arguments start popping off, I have no control over those random tournament viewers. That the toxicity is going everywhere, bro. And then like, God forbid someone says anything bad about me, dude. Like,
2: <laughs> oh mate,
1: mate, mate. Like at that point, like it. Oh, if you say something directly about like. The streamer obviously that viewers is going to be upset like and then it and then like when the viewers get involved like bro when your chat gets filled with something like you feel the heat bro like <laughs> yeah i've had it a few times and then and then no one's thinking rationally everyone's going crazy like oh mate like it's just not worth anyone opening their mouths it's like all right i think that guy's
0: cheating okay i don't all right the admin said he is reset easy yep yep no I, I think toxic chats have been a huge point of contention as well because it's like how much like, like okay this is a good question then we'll move on to, to some more caldera basic based questions is how how much do you think the the streamer influences or is in control of their general chats with the for instance being some of these instances with these big arguments that happen and viewers spreading all over the timeline slash into other people's chats and yelling and raging into the night. Like how much of that do you think is a responsibility of the streamer and how much of it is completely out of their control? Well, there's a lot of factors, right? So like obviously a streamer's chat does
1: reflect the streamer, right? like my chat if you come into it when i'm not playing a tournament like regularly throughout the day everyone's showing love to each other like everyone's super friendly and you know like if someone comes in talking shit, they'll troll the person right because i troll the person you know like a chat definitely because i mean like similar people come to your chat because they like like how you are right like the people in my chat are kind of like me kind of trolly just trying to have a good time like they just don't care right they're just trying to have a good time watch some Warzone, we're all like-minded people right so that but like in a tournament like i said that could be anyone could be in your chat yeah and also like everyone's kind of it's like a sports team you know i mean like if your team loses you feel passion towards it you're like oh my god so if your stream is getting attacked you feel attacked because you're that's your community like i know recently someone insulted my community directly like not me the people in my chat and then they were surprised when their chat was then filled up with people not being very <laughs> happy about <laughs> what they'd said and i was okay. like all right well what do you think's gonna happen buddy like come on <laughs> Yeah. like i don't i feel like but like i'll try and i i try and make a like an effort like if i ever have an argument with another streamer whether i think they're being ridiculous or not i'll go into their chat and type like yo no one talks in here like anybody who does i'm gonna ban you in my stream right and that like i think that helps mitigate a lot of it but like sometimes people talk shit just for the sake of it bro like people just troll like half the people that have gone and talked shit to other streamers like when we've been in an argument i've checked their chat logs bro they've never even been in my stream yeah they're just they're (laughs) just they're just just there for the fight bro they just (laughs) they'll pick a fight with anyone bro and i'm like oh god like there's nothing you can do about that i think day-to-day a streamer is is pretty much fully in control um but it's also but like you sometimes you just can't blame people like i've had like three year subs that have you know gone in someone else's chat and be like dude what are you talking about like you're an idiot like stop and it's like if they it's because they feel hard done by you know what i mean like yeah, in the spur yeah. of the moment and i mean at the end of the day like that's what that's what the ban button's there for you know like you just ban yeah. ban people Yep. like there, there's there's things in place like follower only mode sub only mode like slow chat banning people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i've had to deal with it and i i've never felt like a streamer in particular has been at fault for their viewers coming into my chat, right? Like, it is what it is. Like, sometimes you just have to, you know, deal with it. That's why you have mods and everything. Uh, and I think the the most important thing is that people's viewers need to remember, like, if that, shit, if that shit happens, then you don't argue back with these people. You just try and flood it out with, like, more positivity. Like, instead of talking about, oh, no, screw that guy. You should be like, oh, dude, Fifi, you're the best, like, blah, 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 and just, like, gas him up. And then the, the, just drown it out. I think that's yeah. just such an easy way of doing it.
2: No, I, Great answer. I I couldn't agree more. I, I, that's the best. Because the moment you give them that reaction, that's all they're there for, right? And then it mm-hmm. just turns it into a feeding frenzy. So I think that's, that is a, a very mature uh i think in much needed positive way to go about things and and clearly it seems to work but okay to reel us back in from uh twitch on twitch drama uh let's talk about caldera the map let's talk about uh the update that just came out we just uh on the last episode got joe's thoughts on everything but this new update has changed a lot of things how do you feel about caldera right now with the update
1: i really like it actually i think it's, i think it's sick i mean i know a lot of people don't like the play account thing and i feel that like I, it definitely is a, a, a different, a, a change of pace uh, with the less players. But for me, like my content day to day is I like to win games. You know, I get on in the morning and me and Sim, we just try and win games. That's that, yeah. like we, we we play for the win we're just there to have a conversation like have a laugh talk to our chats like we don't really care you know what i mean we're not trying to drop 40 50s if we're on for one we'll go for it like fair enough but i mean it's like it's not like i'm dropping in every game going i right, i'm getting a boy i'm getting a boy like that's just I, I like if i couldn't do that i stream 10 hours a day i could not full send 10 hours every day i yeah. would just die <laughs> like I, I like to take it slow win some games talk to my chat have a good time so i, I actually like the, the slower pace, you know? And like, if I want to hop in and be competitive, Customs Tournament, easy. So the pubs, I think it's great. Uh, the balloons are obviously good. The Gulag token, the redeploy, that is sick. Like very, very sick. Um, so yeah, I, I love how it is right now. I think it's good. I think it's really, really good. Obviously there's problems uh, that I think they could definitely fix. Uh, like, time to kill that STG, bro, that is busted. That right. thing is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is hitting like a truck right now. And I think, you know, big question mark too is that we look back on Caldera earnings, obviously Tim the Tatman, you know, hardly or largely influence those numbers. I mean, your top five earned in Caldera in, in, in a, its own right. So talk to me a little bit about the Caldera map in a general sense. Is it just, hey, I've put the time in, I've gotten better, I know how to succeed more now? Or did you think your success in Caldera is attributed to the way the map's designed plus your play style? I mean, Caldera
1: definitely fits my play style for sure. Um, definitely. Because I, I, I kind of like a. I'm I, The way I describe it is I'm a mouse and keyboard player on a controller. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, my, sure. that's my that's my place i like i played back that. and like a little bit slower uh but i'm on a control like it definitely methodical for sure um but i mean like i i people have this narrative that they've created like oh fifa just popped off in caldera but like bro i didn't get into the big tournaments in verdansk until like six months minimum after everyone else and yet i was top 10 earned
0: like yeah, i yeah.
1: caught up so quick like people didn't really credit that but like I was literally if if you cut off everyone's earnings from before the first big tournament i played i was literally like way up there like ahead of all these other people everyone's like nah he was better than him in the like okay well like i don't know earnings is definitely a weird thing to go by because some people don't get to play some people don't get to play with the the teammates that they might want to like there's so many things that go into it i mean like caldera right everyone was like oh this fits me perfectly blah 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 bro without the Tim the tatman tournament like I I hadn't even won that much money because, like, I was playing well, but, like, you know what I mean? And then you think I I got 33K from that, and then the Breadman thing, if Isaac wasn't in a plane and landed on me, that would have added 15K. Yep. And that would have (laughs) been even higher. So it's like you kind of gain and lose earnings all over the place, and there's, like, some weird earnings with, like, tournaments that were,
0: like, content-based, like – Earnings is a very weird thing to go off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. And it's like people think of them almost as like leaderboards to grind, but then you're like, woof, you get into weird territory with that, with those content creator tournaments where you get paired yeah. up with somebody that you're like, like, you know, I'm not throwing any shade anywhere because as a commentator, as a caster, I love those style of events. But when you have, you know, Exact, who is a prolific tournament player, putting, being put as a content yeah. creator on events, you're like, okay, hold on. There's, there's some weird discrepancies <laughs> here. There's only so much you could do on some of those events. But you're right i mean you know looking back on verdance earnings added in i mean you're you're basically at a quarter of a million dollars earned in warzone i mean that's got to feel good at least at some level though i mean it definitely doesn't feel real that's for <laughs> sure
1: <laughs> it's definitely a weird one um but yeah no it's cool to look at but like i just remember when i was first playing these tournaments it was like they're like oh earnings check blah 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 and i was like i overtook everyone that's in front of me and i was like the only people above me had played twice as many tournaments as me because i just wasn't around and it's like So, I don't really judge anyone off of earnings because, like, I don't know, it's definitely a weird one, but it is sick that we get the opportunity to make so much just playing these. It is sick so I
2: mean, it's incredible. And uh, so I I love that you point that out because, again, it's a discussion Goj and I have had about you take like the Super Evans and Biffles for an example. They have X amount, but they haven't played in hardly any of the tournaments. Same with you saying, what happens if FIFA is in that first six months of Verdance competing in those tournaments? How do those leaderboards change? What does that mean? But uh, going off that, I, I have a question for you. So do you get a sense that some players had more success on Verdansk versus Caldera or Caldera versus Verdansk. Do you feel like the differences in those maps have helped certain players more than others, whether it's playstyle or anything else?
1: I think Mouse and Key is a lot more competitive on Caldera. Because it's very open. Like I've said this a few times, like Verdansk, everything was like a lot of the big influential gunfights were done inside buildings. Um whereas like Caldera now it's all out in the open. So for example, someone like Breadman or huskers they can take the same gunfight that i'm taking from a further 100 meters behind me so they're not gonna die as much right so their team's gonna have more money because they're not dying but they're still gonna have the same kills like they can have someone anchoring and be just as much in the fight as the other people further up it's just like lower risk higher reward and like that with the balloons and the amount of like verticality everyone's flying around it's just so much easier for a mouse and key player to beam someone and like with all, like again with the hills like if someone's head glitching a hill that's so hard to shoot like if you're a controller player and you can only see a head you lose name is this left right and center if you're yeah. a mouse and key player you're beaming them like it doesn't make a difference you have no aim assist anyway like <laughs> like they, they just point click done like obviously it's harder to master a mouse and key right but like the people that are really good at it have like they just have such an advantage like bro just bread being on our team right like we'll be like bread there's a guy on that roof and it, it's like this much of the guy's head sticking out blued easy and yeah. it's like all right, now we can rotate and it's like just in verdance having a mouse and key player probably would have been like you know it would have been almost a disadvantage
0: right like because you go into a building and you're a man down yeah <laughs> like- yeah no 100 percent. i mean you even look back to some of the big mouse and keyboard players in verdance i mean you you think of really just huskers and frozone sim i, mean, I guess Huskers
1: Hus is just unreal like that right.
0: guy plays like he's a fucking like he plays
1: like he's controller player <laughs> well and then he played on
0: controller for joe's tournament and still was mm-hmm. a dominant player that was a crazy but event Hus- Hus- this uh, is
1: just a demon he's just just different
0: uh but uh, speaking about that too about success in caldera and i want to hop back to this conversation i saw joe was in chat so i'll give him a little bit of credit here but thief talk to me about recently pairing up lofo kill the trio for customs because i know you like customs. You're a great IGL. I've seen you succeed at a very high level, of course, in 2v2s, but Customs are some of my favorite to watch you play in, and that trio seems like kind of a new trio on the block that has a really good chance to go far. Well, we've actually we played together five times, the three of us, and
1: uh, we've never come below third, so not bad. Okay, as th- okay, as it goes- okay not bad you know i got like the most handsome teammate in the world joe like i mean it's such to focus he's just unbelievable like oh my god but and then you got bread you know long luscious hair like they're, anyway they're both really good players as well um but yeah i mean we got the perfect thing going so we got bread mouse and key he can beam he can play far back we got joe who's like the most cracked out guy sliding around at the front and then you got me who can kind of do both like i can play in between you know i can back joe in a fight or i can stay back with bread and we can watch over joe like i'm kind of like flexing like i'm like a flex i do a bit both while well, we got bread's anchor and joe's pushing it it works out really nice like we'll send joe in like send the hound in <laughs> he's kind he's of like he's to a get dog. The or yeah then we got bread watching over like the whole thing like he's got it all mapped out and yeah i mean it, it works out really good me and bread got like the positioning knowledge from like i think playing with iron definitely helped me a lot i'm sure bread will say the same Uh, so like positioning knowledge as far as that goes uh, and then Joe's just cracked
2: (laughs) Joe's just cracked when are we getting matching bucket hats
1: (laughs) (laughs) well a little bit of a bad influence but um, when we were in Vegas I was like Hard, hard, like convincing bread to buy. It. He got a Gucci one, and a Louis Vuitton yeah. one. I was like, I, I, I was egging him on for that. So <laughs> like, bread come on, you have to do it. You have to. And he's like, but it's a four hundred dollar bucky. And I'm like, exactly. That's badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I think he wears those for almost every single tournament. He does. So he it wears with... dirty ass. Oh, you better wear those for every single tournament. I guess to be honest. Um, uh, no, that's that's awesome. Well, it's been fun to see you guys compete. It's been fun to see your success over the course of Warzone. Um, I mean- like i was saying before bro the vibes between us is
1: immaculate like we have a bad game and it just doesn't matter like it's like all right that was a bad one but we know what we're capable of like regain go again next map and you, and you go whereas like you see a lot of other teams like they'll have a bad map they'll be blaming each other and like it kind of breaks down and once you lose that like bond i don't know like the the gameplay just goes downhill like but whereas like we've kind of got the advantage that we're like really good friends and we uh, so we're like the vibes always good so we can just regain from things so quick like even in game it's like all right we just lost that fight all right whatever we'll win the next one like go again and you'll just see that when you watch us like the vibes always good like all the time and even if like even if we don't win we're, st- we're still like winning. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're in contention. We're at the top half and like Warzone's very RNG so you can't win everything. So just to put yourself in the position that you can be competing and be in the position to win as often as possible is kind of like we're-, we're winning every time anyway. Even if we don't win, we're still winning. Yep. Like, yeah, and I- we're in a good
0: spot. Before Katie's going to transition us to our last topic for the day, I-, I will say too about the vibes. You know, one of the cool things about you guys is that not only are your vibes been so like just incredibly positive all the way through, but also you recognize that these tournaments are content for like each of you have thriving streams thriving communities you know shout out the shed gang that's been in chat like they're supporting yeah. you're not even live on your channel and they're all <laughs> coming There's in their here best. to support you so like those types of communities are really cool to foster and what you said about caring about your community over the competition most of the time unless of course it's like some 150k or something like you're you're worrying about them even more so than your own your own competition oh, because for sure. I mean the I'm vibes sure everything that. would
1: agree like exactly I'm sure Joe and Brett would agree like even if we lose uh, if we come fifth in a tournament but like we've all been like having a really good time with our streams everyone's enjoyed it like at the end of the day that you know tournaments are once every now and then i mean with the way warzone is like they've been few and far between like even less tournaments so like as long as the streams are happy the whole time and enjoying it like that's the main focus you know like the tournament money's cool that's great whatever but like the main thing is it's a content thing that like, everyone's enjoying it they like seeing us like bouncing off each other just having a good time frying so yeah even if we lose a tournament we're still winning but like yesterday it was a perfect example we hadn't played together in so long because there just hadn't been a tournament for we we go in high vibes, saying hey we're gonna win this first game we had 10 points so like okay that's probably our short game you know but, but there's five more games And then after that, we were just banger off the banger off the banger. (laughs) And it's like some teams could have gone in, had a bad game and be like, oof. And then like, you know, they have a bad start to the next one. We're like, nah, it's like it didn't happen. We drop in the next map, it's a whole new game. And then we were
0: popping off. We were on
1: fire. It was different. That's that's amazing,
0: man. That's got to feel good.
2: Some days you just have those moments where everything seems to click, but this might not click, and I'm curious to know your answer on it. Let's talk about Warzone 2, what we're heading toward. We know it's all on the horizon. I want to know, do you have any hopes for the next map, what Warzone 2 is going to bring? And in particular, I'd love to get your thoughts on a ranked mode because Joe actually had um, a very interesting take on that, that he didn't want them.
1: He didn't want a ranked mode. Well, mm-hmm. that's so a... I'd
2: love to hear. What yeah. was
0: his reason? What was his reason? Well, hold on. Give your perspective first. We'll talk about Joe. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, no ranked. I don't want that. It was a little bit more like, in depth than that. But okay. g- give us your thoughts <laughs> on Warzone 2 and ranked potentially coming.
1: Okay, uh Warzone 2, I mean, I think it's gonna be cool. I mean, like like I said, my, my my main thing is my community. You know, the 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 influx of viewers from like a new game is gonna bring a bunch of new faces. I mean, new content, people are gonna enjoy the streams even more, I hope, you know, like it's gonna be fresh. So I'll be grinding, I'll be in a good mood, everyone's gonna love it, you know. What I mean, that's my hope. I think the map needs to be a mix between Verdansk and caldera like it needs those cracked out close buildings that everyone loves so it's not just getting caught in the open because i think that's a lot better for the average player for sure like obviously we're in a, a spot where me and Brad and joe we all have good game knowledge and we can rotate well uh but like obviously for the casual player that's not as good right so because they don't play often. Some, most people just want to get on, and play a couple games and, you know, get as late game as they can, you know, maybe pick up a few kills. And Caldera doesn't suit for that at all, which is why it's kind of tough. I think it's got some good features, though. Like some of the open out bits, it's good, but you need you need that mixed in with some of the Vedansk element stuff. So a mix of the two would be cool. Uh, and I think a ranked mode would be good. Uh, obviously, not everyone has to play it, right? That's the key point. Not everyone has to play it. Uh, but I think it, it provides incentive for a lot of people to grind right like just senselessly playing the same game over and over and over again becomes a bit you know dry i think that's what a lot of people are feeling now is that initial spark again uh and i think just having something to grind for kind of makes you feel good it's like that 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 dopamine release like oh i had a good game my rank's up i'm 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 top 1 1. 1.5 percent in the world it's like it's an incentive to grind and like something to actually want to improve for rather than just like, okay, I've played 10 hours a day for the last three years and I've just been RPG'd point blank. <laughs> that guy's as good as me because he has an RPG in his hand. Like it's, it's not competitive, you know what I mean? Like it kind of just feels like, damn, I, I, it doesn't matter how good I am. I'm just chalked. Right. So I think a ranked mode w- would provide a lot of incentive for people to grind and want to get better. Uh, but I think you still need to tailor for the casuals and like you know just have it be fun to play at face value just in pubs but the best thing like if you have a ranked mode you don't need to have spmm as cranked in pubs right because mm-hmm. naturally the good players will gravitate towards ranked and then you know you've got your ranked mode with the cracked out spmm so you're only playing people your level and then you can you know relax in pubs and if there's enough people on the game realistically there's going to be one good player if that in every lobby right like there's lobbies out there filled with bots <laughs> actual <laughs> bots like i've seen them with my own eyes i've been in these lobbies they're unbelievably fun they're out there but we're never in them right because uh, and it's like there's so many people that are at that level that that's the majority of the player base right like If you just took a little bit sbm away realistically one me in a lobby isn't going to change it that much and it's going to be once every now and then like they won't have to play us that much i think (laughs) everyone's everyone's going to have more fun that way that's just how it is i
2: agree though like it's like even even if you're us and we're shitters let's be clear like there are shittier players but we are not good but sometimes you just want to get in and just play a game and not have it be a sweat fest the entire time right like you just want to get in and have fun yeah. and at its core sometimes uh the sbmm can make that a little Warzone's bit different.
0: so hard to be a casual player and now i feel like yeah, no, i agree i think caldera is certainly um catered towards the sweats uh and and it makes sense to do that to some degree with the player bla- base kind of declining but warzone 2 is going to have to come back out with a banger map banger servers ton of new updates and and really try to rope everybody back into the original here's here's my hot take if caldera
1: dropped the way it is today when it first dropped it would have popped like Mm -hmm. Vedance did Mm -hmm. um but like i think so many people were just like beat down by how many hackers there were at the end of the first map yeah and like it was like it was kind of like this light at the end of the tunnel it's like don't worry guys new maps coming anti-cheats coming like just hold on and then it was like the new map hit and off the rip, it wasn't great. It was very slow, no balloons, very vertical, couldn't see a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> hack- hackers were still everywhere. And it was like people were like, all right, well, they're just never gonna fix it. Whatever. Like, I'll move on. Uh and it's like now if the game came out how it is now, it was like the lighting's changed, the trees are gone, the, the hackers are pretty much gone, the balloons make it a lot easier to travel. If it came out today, I think it would have been received like great, yeah. but it's just like because it came out in such a poor state everyone was like nah bro and now they're either playing rebirth or apex yeah (laughs) so and i think warzone 2 is going to be that you know like that kick like kind of like when a new cod came out i mean new cods came out every single year for the last five years and they're like most of them were disappointing for most people but they still bought them every year i I was the same i was like all right it's fine the next one's gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) minus 50 pounds again here we go oh (laughs) that sucks uh yeah it's like but like there's that loyal fan base of like underlying people that want to play and i think warzone 2 is that it's that same thing it's like a release it's like it can a new release it's gonna be fresh everyone's gonna hop on the game and it just needs to be the the case that day one it's ready perfect Mm -hmm. like if they if they want to have ranked then it needs to be sub it can't happen three months after if they you know if they have this new anti-cheat it needs to be day one the map it needs to be perfect like it needs to be tested it needs to be there day one because that's when you, you have this opportunity it's like getting raided on twitch bro if you get raided as a small streamer you have this amazing opportunity to to you know, try and increase your audience. Like say, two thousand people. Two thousand people. You have a chance to take some of them and make them your own views, right. Like make them your community. It's like that. They have a day where they get raided, right? Literally by millions of players. Like new game. <laughs> millions of people come on, and they have that chance to hold them, right? Right. But if it sucks on the first day, the half, half those people already just gone. Like are yeah. like all right, whatever. I'm gonna go back to my video game, Apex, w- whatever the game is. They're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, Half yeah. of it gone. No, they- it's like it's like a when they do a like that that event, bro. That event could have been amazing, right? Everyone comes in, everyone's on ten thousand viewers. Oh my god! And then the event was done in half an hour, ten minute, like half an hour later, everyone's viewers were like half. Yep. And it's like you lost that attention span so quick, right? Like so, I think day one it's got to be perfect. Service got to be up the whole time, no lag, no cheaters, good map. Uh, and then off the rip, and that'll bring just at, alone, that'll bring back so many people.
0: No, absolutely, I, because it, it's not only just, like, getting rated. It's, like, you know, this is, like, nostalgia, right? Like, Warzone was so massive during, obviously, COVID and shutdown, and just the amount of players that were competing and playing and having a good time was just just astronomical numbers, like uh, nearly unattainable by any title going forward from the yeah. BR category just because of the situation our world was in. And so everybody still has this good feeling about Warzone in the back of their head somewhere, but it's clouded by all of the mess that you were mentioning at the end of Verdansk and at the beginning of there That's a really, really good point. Um, you know, the big the, so the big point that we brought up with Joe and Joe mentioned quite a bit about was um, TTK and skill gap, right? Um, the argument really for the ranked mode was, or, or for or against was, can you have a ranked mode with a game that doesn't have a very large skill gap? Um, So, like, are there... I mean... Go go ahead. I was going to say, like, are there ways that you think they should increase the skill gap in the game?
1: I think... Nah, I think the skill gap should stay the way it is now for the casuals, like, 100%. Like, yeah, The game should be easy to pick up and just play, right? Like, at the end of the day, as streamers, like, we stand to gain so much more from the game being good for, like, casuals because the more people that play, the more people that want to watch. Like, it... Like it, it benefits everyone. Like you might not like playing it. You might not like getting blown up by an RPG. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like if that makes a hundred thousand other people want to play it and then a thousand of them want to watch you, like that's great. Right. Sure. Whatever. Like you deal with it. And then if you want to play competitive, then you have a rank mode with a separate rule set. That's how I, I think. Like ranked should have its own rule set. That, and that's how you differentiate. Pubs should be very casual, very easy pick up and play, go whatever. Like, and then rank should be a bit more intensive. Like no RPG. It's kind of like how the rules we have in our, in our tournaments. Yeah, sure. Right. 'Cause like we've kind of taken a game with a very low skill gap and made it more competitive to suit our own needs. And I think ranked should do that. So it has that like that out that that place for people who wanna do that to go and do it and then there's also the safe place
2: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> where, <laughs> where,
1: where you don't do that i
0: like that i mean katie you know i mean joe mm-hmm. joe i don't know if joe would agree with that or not but you know joe joe was essentially saying rank should not exist in warzone unless the skill gap gets increased but the other way to mm-hmm. mitigate that is arbitrarily increase the skill gap by limiting the amount of weapons that are in there right arbitrarily and RNG get rid of yeah arbitrarily get rid of some of the rg really like if they went
1: full fortnite right and they, and they made it customizable rules, right? So that, like, you know, like, you take out... You change the health even. You could change the way the zones pull. Like, have an algorithm in there so that there's not going to be a zone that is, like, the plane line's down here, bottom left somewhere, and the <laughs> yeah. zone's all the way over here. Like, that's not competitive. That's just terrible. That doesn't play well <laughs> at all. Like, that's... In nowhere, no one... Even in pubs, that sucks. Like, no one wants that. So you could have, like, a a completely different rule set where in ranked, it's, like usually central zones so the rotations are and it's like more just keep ramping up the skill level in ranked Yep. and then pubs keep it regular easy simple as that
2: i i wonder if, if this is also a potential solution when there does seem to be tension sometimes between people who view Warzone and in these events as a content piece and people like yourself who are going to participate in content pieces but also inherently it is going to be competitive. Some events are more competitive than others based on their format but there's money on the line so you are competing for it. So this sounds like in a way go to, if they were a- able to implement something like that in Warzone 2 and, and FIFA, as you said have maybe some customizable higher level powers when you have these events that you could then delineate and have things that are content, have things that are competitive and kind of have best of both worlds so that it doesn't feel like they have to butt heads so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I think like warzone, the way the tournaments are aren't very competitive, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) just in general, like you think pro leagues have the best of the best every time teams that train all day, every day, like half of these big, like, especially the big money ones still have people that play the game once a month, they get invited because yep. they have a lot of viewers, like over people that grind all day. Like half the teams in these Twitch tournaments would smoke half the people in the 100Ks. Yeah. Like that's not, that's not competition. <laughs> it's a, it's a, at the end of the day, it's a content piece. Like there's so much money in these tournaments because there's so many viewers on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just, it's how it is. Like I remember when I first started getting into tournaments, like you wouldn't get to play with who you wanted because a big streamer would like pick you up because they knew you're good but like there's people out there that had enough viewers and were already good their team's always going to beat yours because they're stacked and it's like the opportunity is fantastic right like as a good player you get to perform individually and the, you know they give you like that spotlight so like and that's really the, the the way into the scene right like i know so many people that complain like oh this guy picked me up i don't really want to play because so we're not going to win like that's such a bad attitude to have about it like they're pulling you into this tournament you could still do well like better than expected right like just because you're not going to win doesn't mean you don't just race at all like someone has to lose yeah no absolutely (laughs) as long as 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 you're like if you're that confident you could win with a good team then pop off individually show people that and then maybe the teams that can win will pick you up yeah exactly i mean (laughs) that's
0: that's exactly what you did right that's exactly what z smith did as well z smith was picked up by some bigger streamers early in his career and was dropping like 20 kd days easily in in some of the two v two kill races and grew to some success now, too. So, like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's a great point, too, about, like, CCVs, like, concurrent viewers being one of the main metrics for these large events in order to to kind of satiate the sponsors. That's really all they are, or events, not necessarily competition. I mean, Katie and I talk about it all the time. We've, we've casted good grief you've played more than this but we've casted a hundred hours of 2v2s in the last two months two and a half months i mean obscene I'm, number of hours yeah, on bro. broadcast for 2v2 you, you guys but...
1: are like top 10 on
0: owners just like <laughs> <of the> casting <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 we're, we're up in the top 10 for sure um but but that being said, like, those are 2v2s are events. You're pub sling. They're fun events, and they're competitive, but they're not, like, if we were to make a Warzone league, right? If we were to make a pro league for Warzone like ALGS has, it has to be customs, right? And so, uh, you know, I'd be curious to see, like, what they try to do with that, if they try to do anything with that. Um, You know, this has been such a fun conversation. We are actually well past an hour now FIF. I told you 45 minutes and we're just rocking and rolling past an hour (laughs) I'm torching your time but I really appreciate you kind of uh jumping on and giving us your thoughts you've been very well spoken and had uh some really fun conversation points I want to end with this Katie last question for the day thief um and then I'll give you some time for closing statements if you have anything else but um I know you are with with quadrant right now correct uh, yeah. what do you think about the overall landscape of these large cdl orgs picking up players uh, do you think that's good thing bad thing uh think that it, it has a chance to succeed are you interested in potentially swapping out of quadrant not not saying quadrant is doing bad but like hey the cdl teams is the top tier or it's like no i'm really happy with the way quadrant is doing things over here doesn't have to be a cdl org to prop people up
1: I mean, I think the 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 more CDL orgs get involved in Warzone players individually increases the likeliness of there being a league, which I think would be good for Warzone. Uh, and, like, all of us as individuals, right? I mean, it's a good bag for, obviously, a lot of content yeah, creators as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're chasing the bag. I think that's good. Um, and, yeah, I think it's, like, extra marketing for them, which is always going to be good. I personally, like... Uh, I had some offers from some CDL teams when I was, like, on the market for orgs. Um, I personally, like... I'm more... I like the, the IRL side of Quadrant. You know, I actually get to go and, you know, meet people and experience the world and do cool things. Uh, and, and, and I get all the same benefits as I would if I was in a CDL log, right? Like, Optic invited us out to their major. And yeah. I, I got to go there as, like, an invited guest. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got to do all the same things I would have done under a CDL or, uh, mm-hmm. as well as all the benefits I get from being... You know, part of that team. So, I mean, I get the best of both worlds, really. I mean, it's definitely not, you know, like <laughs> I'm happy where I am at. But I think, uh, I think it's definitely good for Warzone for the CDL orgs to be getting involved with uh, some of the other guys, for sure. Yeah, great, answer. Yeah, I mean, it, answer.
2: it makes sense. And go. Um, I'm gonna sneak in one, one okay. more before right. we let we let FIFA go. And and I love what he had to say about the CDL orgs because we uh, we teased this uh, on last week's episode. But uh, we do know for a fact, can't name names, but we know for a fact that a Warzone competitor has been signed uh to an org so that announcement should be coming out within the next few weeks we know another one is currently being courted so we'll see what happens with that but uh i I gotta ask really quick um you were an up-and-comer you made it you're one of the best are there any up and comers right now warzone players that you think deserve the love um that you think can make it that you want to shout out hmm
1: I mean Great there's question. obviously there's there's so many. <laughs> there's loads. There's loads. Uh, and I I do my best to raid as many people as possible, right? Uh, but I think um if we're just talking like skill level, I think Meapo is like criminally like not you know, he's he's definitely one of the best. Yeah. Um I think like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have the, the eye for the content as much, which is what like holds him back. But he's he's cracked out. I think Len's really Len, EU guy, he's cracked out. Mm-hmm. Uh and then sage unbelievable lately like i'd say probably out of everyone right now sage is the most underrated like in every way because like you know mapo everyone knows he's good right yeah um i just think he misses out on a lot uh but like sage i don't i don't even think people rate him as good as he is he's cracked (laughs) him him and len would probably be my two most underrated in terms of like skill level to actual recognition probably
0: they're they're twisted (laughs) great answer great question katie that'll do it for all of us fifa dude Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for spending some time with us thank tonight. You, it you. was uh, an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, any closing thoughts, final things that we didn't ask you, you'd love to say, shout out before we completely close this episode out. I mean, I think we, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Man. It, was, it
1: was, it was fun. It was fun. It was, uh, it was
0: good chat, man. Yeah, good it, chat. it was a good chat. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's been a blast. Thank you to the Shed Game for hanging out with us again. Thank this you. This podcast will be available on YouTube as soon as tomorrow. It'll be available on all of the audio platforms as soon as tomorrow, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Um, so thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks for uh, to FIFA Kill again for showing up with us. And uh, stay tuned because we got a lot more guests coming on to the podcast. Bot Lobby Podcast is going to continue to excel and going to continue to invite new guests on as well as bring in some new sponsors potentially coming up for some sponsored segments which i'm really excited about so thank you all for everything and uh and let's shout out fifa kill one more time in the chat and uh, show him a ton of love i will say katie to finish the episode today i think we should raid linen linen is live of the three people and uh, we're gonna go show we're gonna go show lynn some love so chat if you guys will join the raid that would be fantastic oh screwed up this there we go. Whoops. It's okay. My Look, dad. you want to have multiple <laughs>
2: of you. I understand. Look. I clicked it, the it's...
0: wrong scene, Shades. It's all good. Oh, that's all we got for the Bot Lobby <laughs> podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This was a blast. Please join the raid for Lynn. We got to show Lynn some love. The dude's Dude, the gotta
2: Show him some love.